listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey, everybody, it's John Barrett on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. It is so good to have you listening once again, wherever you may be. Welcome out. I want to help level you up so you don't level out in your influence, in your impact, your income, every other thing that you want to do. We want to see you keep growing and getting better. Hey, um, a few announcements for you. One, I am really excited. My new YouTube channel, Level Up Your Leadership with John Barrett, is available. If you go over to YouTube, check it out. There are all kinds of videos that I'm going to start uh, uploading to there. They're visual leadership lessons to kind of help you in that. So go check it out. Uh, you can also go to johnbarrettleadership.com where you can go check out all my resources, books that I've got, free resources. There's links to other podcast episodes and leader guides and um, the Level Up Your Leadership with John Barrett, the videos and all of that. So I hope you are ready to get better this year as a leader. I want to help you. That's what I'm passionate about. I always say, if you cut me, I will bleed leadership just because I love it. I love to help leaders. I love to add value to them and help them overcome challenges and just be more successful in what they do. I love it, love it, love it. So today I want to talk to you about how others can help you scale. That's right. If you think about this year, if you think about leveling up your leadership and you want to grow, you want to get better, you want to double down, you want to be at the top, then you have to understand that it's going to take others to help you scale. You're never going to get to where you want to be without the help of others. I can promise you that. One is too small a number to achieve greatness. That was a great quote by my mentor, Dr. John C. Maxwell, where he taught one is too small a number to achieve greatness. You're never going to get there. You can get to be good, but you're never going to get to be great without the help of others. So I want to help us understand today how others can help you scale. So what do you need to know? How do you need to do it? How can we do this the right way? I've heard it said that individuals play the game, but teams win championships. Listen, you, you can play the game, you can be an MVP and that, and that's great. But if you want to win championships, it takes a team. It takes people around you to do it. Listen, there's a great Chinese proverb that states this, behind an able man, there are always other able men. Think about that. Behind every able person, there's always other able people that are helping each other be able to do with what they want to do. So I want to encourage you this year. This has got to be a year of who is my team? Who are those that I'm going to win the championship with? Now, let me speak to you that have a big team, those around you. One is you got to ask yourself, what am I going to do to develop these people so that I can begin to win together with them? So what are you doing to create an awesome team? Now, for those of you that have a small team, uh, maybe even have no team, all right? Let me address that in a minute. But if you've got a small team, here's what I want you to think about is what am I going to do to invest into this small team so that we can be big players? What am I going to do? Listen, you don't need a huge team to win. It's not about how many you've got. It's about the quality of the people that you're surrounded with. So what are you doing to invest into them so that you can be the best? Now, if you've got no team, 
right? You're listening to this. You're a solopreneur. You're, a, you're out there on your own. Whatever it is, here's what I want to challenge you with is this. You have got to create a team around you, even if it's just mentors, even if it's just you know resources and, and vendors that you get with, you outsource to, create a team around you of people that are going to help you win. Listen, when, when I was kind of going at this thing on my own in my business and growing it in that, I always surrounded myself with people that could help, whether it, it was people that I paid that I could kind of outsource things to or even just people that I would lean on that, that would help me kind of get ideas and shape in, in that. And so think about the team of people around you. They don't have to literally be your team officially in that. It could just be people that you surround yourself with. So what I want to help us do is understand how others can help us scale, how others can help you scale your success. Now, here's the problem when it comes to other people. It's not them, it's us. It's that I don't think many leaders are utilizing those around them to their best ability. I, I, I think that we overlook the power that others have. We, we dismiss it or we tend to just kind of say, you know what, it's easier to do on my own or you know what, that's just not in their wheelhouse. And we make all these excuses where we don't leverage the people around us. Why do we do that? Well, I think there's a few different reasons. Why do we stand alone? Even when we have those around us, why do we still stand alone sometimes as leaders, as people that are trying to make a difference? One, I think, is ego. Ego literally keeps us from relying on other people. Now, it, I'm not talking about the kind of ego where you think you're the best ever and, and you know, you're just super prideful. I mean, that could be an issue. But for most of you that are listening, you're not that kind of person. But make no mistake, ego is still an issue. And here's why. Because ego just kind of says, you know what, I'll just do it on my own. I, I'll do it better than anyone else. And so I'm just going to go ahead and do it. That's still ego, ladies and gentlemen, where you still kind of say, you know what, I, it has to be done my way because my way is the right way in, in that. And, and, and if you allow ego to limit you, you're never going to scale your success. Listen, teamwork is birth when, when you concentrate on we instead of me. Listen, teamwork is, is, is we, not me, right? I mean, what's your leadership language, me or we? When I go to, to organizations and I work with them all over, nationally, inter, internationally, and I work with them, one of the things I pay attention to right off the bat is how do they talk about themselves? Now, if they always are about me, 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 and they use that language, that gives me a little insight into how they're leading and how they're probably doing. But when I hear we, 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 I kind of lean in and I'm like, oh, wow, this is good. This is good. There's some unity. There's some togetherness. So as a leader, let me ask you, when, when you talk about, you, you know, that your team or the organization or whatever you're doing, do you use a lot of me or do you use a lot of we? This is what we're doing. We've got a new idea. This is something that we're going to do, even if it's yours. Listen, one of the things I tried to challenge myself early on in leadership was even if I did something that it was about me, like I created something, I put together a presentation or whatever it is, I would always try to just say we, 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 and not in a manipulative way or an awkward way, but I would just say, hey, you know what, we've been working on this and this is something that I want to bring to the table, right? Because I recognize that everybody's a part of it. Even though I sat down and maybe put together the presentation, I know that everybody was a part of feeding into that somehow, some way. Listen, I love what Theodore Roosevelt said. He said, the best executive is the one who has enough sense to pick good men to do what he wants done and self-restraint enough to keep from meddling with them while they do it. 
right? I mean, when you pick good people to do what you want done, and then you practice self-restraint to, to keep from meddling with them and just let them do it, that doesn't mean you don't give feedback and all those things that we talk about on here, but, but you let them go. You give them some autonomy and some empowerment, and you let them be their best. Listen, they're going to surprise you. They're going to begin to do incredible things if you'll let them go. So don't let ego stand in the way. What's another reason why we stand alone and we don't rely on others? Insecurity. Listen, insecurity plagues so many people today. I see so many leaders that are insecure. Well, what if somebody else shines me? What if they do it better than me? What if it looks like that, you know, they're doing something that I should have been doing and then it looks like I'm not doing what I should have been doing, right? Listen, you will never go beyond your level of insecurity. Who dropped the mic, right? You will never go beyond your level of insecurity. Listen, your impact will end wherever your insecurity is. I mean, it will just stop. So whatever level of insecurity you have is where your impact ends. Listen, if you want to make a difference, you have got to get rid of insecurity. Listen, insecure leaders, they throw around titles and policies rather than influence, right? I mean, they're always talking about this is the way that has to be done. This is the way that has to be done because they're trying to hold on to something. Listen, allow people to think out of the box. Listen, don't, don't, <clears throat> don't let that stuff kind of hold you back. So don't let insecurity keep you from leading others. Listen, in fact, do you know what a great leader does? A great leader gets more excited when those around that person do better things than they even did. That's what a great leader does. Listen, if, if, if you're you know worried that, that, that everything's got to be your way and that someone's going to outshine you, you are going to stop dead in your tracks with success. Listen, you've got to get over insecurity. Another reason that, that, that people don't, work together and that is distrust. Listen, distrust kills so much teamwork and it keeps people from relying on other people. Listen, I get it. There are, you know, there are people that it's hard to trust. I get that. They've done some things to kind of, you know, for us to not trust them, right? They've broken trust. And, And I'm not saying that trust doesn't need to be built and all that, but listen, as a leader, you need to be able to trust others, Listen, teamwork requires trust. You cannot have a great team that isn't built on trust. Trust is the foundation of leadership. Trust is the foundation of a great team. So what are you doing to rely on others? Do you kind of find yourself saying, well, they're not going to get it done. Well, I, I, I can't trust them to do this. What if they drop the ball? Well, listen, if they drop the ball then you need to bring feedback and accountability. Listen, go back and listen to, you know, how do you bring accountability into your team, the guardrails of accountability? I've got all kinds of resources, podcasts on this. Go back and listen to that, right? How do you hold your team accountable? You, you've got to, to, to allow yourself to trust people, but with trust, you've got to provide feedback, accountability. You got to make sure if you're worried that people aren't going to get it done and, and you don't trust they're going to make it happen, then listen, the issue's not on them, it's on you. Then what are you doing to talk to them about that? I mean, you better you better bring some accountability and feedback. You better begin to address this because you can't walk around mistrusting your team all the time because what happens is you're going to fly solo and you're going to keep yourself from moving forward. So trust is the foundation. So which one do you struggle with the most? I'm sure there's other reasons that we stand alone. I think sometimes we stand alone just because of time. We're like it takes too much time to to work with other people and to have to communicate with them. It's just easier for me to do it on my own. 
Well, listen, again, these are going to limit you. You're never going to scale to where you could be, right? You've got to, to let go of these things. Another reason is control. Uh-oh, bum, 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 bum. Listen, here's what I've found with a lot of high-level leaders. They like control. And that's a good thing to a certain level. But when it starts to, to limit your potential and the potential of others, because now you're trying to control everything, then listen, you are not ever going to reach your potential. Listen, empowering people is the opposite of control. Listen, empowerment is the opposite of control. If you want to control people, I, my friend, you're, you're just going to have a team of, uh, I don't know, I mean, of robots, right? Of just people that you're, you know, kind of telling what to do every day. Listen, that's exhausting. You're never going to scale that way. If you got to control every little thing. No, no, no. What, what do you have to do? You've got to empower, empower. So I want you to switch from controlling to empowering, right? Like it's not about control. It's about empowerment. So empower your team. Listen, I love what President Woodrow Wilson said. We should not only use all the brains we have, but all the brains that we can borrow, right? All that we can borrow from others. So listen, empower people to think for themselves, to, to, to do what it is that they need to do. Give them authority. Listen, do not ask people to do something without giving them authority to do it. The worst thing that you can do is, is ask somebody to get something done and then not give them the authority to, to make the decisions to do what needs to be done. I see it happen all the time because that leader wants to keep authority and keep control to a certain level. And so they say, well, listen, I'll allow you to do this project, but you've got to run everything by me. I mean, how is that empowerment, right? I mean, you've got to give some people some opportunity to learn and flex their muscle. So you've got to say, hey, listen, in fact, I call it the 10-80-10, by the way. This is a whole nother, you know, podcast episode probably that I should do. I call it the, the 10-80-10 deli sandwich, right, about delegation. I call it the deli sandwich, right? And, and it's this, 80% in the middle, 10% on top, 10% on bottom. Here's what I mean by that. It's like a sandwich, right? You got the, the meat in the middle and the two buns on the top and bottom, right? Here's the 10-80-10. Everything that you give to somebody, you should be involved in the first 10%. Set the expectations, set the ground rules, tell them what you want, cast the vision, do all the things that you've got to do to explain everything and get it all out there so that it's clear. You're involved in the first 10%, and then guess what? You let the next 80% go. You let them run with it, and then you come in in the last 10%, and you give feedback, and you begin to kind of sign off and say, okay, here's what was good, here's what was not, here's what we need to correct, here's what was awesome, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. It's 10-80-10. I would say most leaders are like 30, 20, 50 right? I mean, they're like 30% on the front end telling them what to do, how to do it, all this stuff. Then they give them a little bit at 20% to kind of work on it. And then they come in on the back 50%. And and and, they're, and it's not, you know, it, 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 maybe it's like 5% and then let them go 1%. Then they come in for 10% and they let them go for 1%. And it's like micromanaging. You're just constantly in their business and that. Listen, I want to encourage you. Think about it this way, 10, 80, 10. 10% on the front end. I set expectations and vision. I 80%, I let you run with it. I come back in on the last 10% and give you some feedback, make some adjustments, and we run forward with it. Listen, that is empowerment. So which one do you struggle with, right? Ego, insecurity, distrust, maybe it's time, maybe it's control. What is it? 
pick one, think about one that you struggle with the most or maybe something else that I didn't even mention and think, what am I doing that might be holding me back because I'm not relying on others the way that I should, okay? So how do you get others involved? Let me just give you three thoughts here of how do you get others involved? Okay, John, I, I, I'm identifying some of the things that I do, but what, what should I be doing to get others involved? Well, listen, number one, identify eagles and let them fly. Now, here's what I mean. Eagles are strong players. Listen, there are going to be people on your team. Not everybody's an eagle. I get it, right? But they're, or maybe they're just not there yet, okay? But you've got to identify the eagles on your team, and you got to let them soar. Do you know the worst thing you can do for an eagle is not let them fly? That's right. You're all up in their business, right? And and you're always kind of micromanaging and behind them and all that. Listen, if you've got someone on your team that is an eagle, that's a high achiever, they're driven, they want to get things done, and you know it, you better let them fly. Now, let them fly does not mean that you don't bring accountability and feedback. I'm not saying that. Again, guardrails of accountability. Go back and listen to that episode where I talk about how to hold your team accountable. That is vital. Listen, letting them fly doesn't mean that you, you know, just let them go without, you know, any kind of accountability or feedback, but it means that you allow them some autonomy, give them some runway to do what they need to do. They might fall, they might trip, they might stumble, they they might, you know, mess some things up, but you've got to be, allow them to have that time to develop. I mean, imagine if, if you've got kids, you know this, if you don't have kids, then you'll learn one day if you ever do have kids, but when you're trying to teach your kids to walk, I mean, you know, they're stumbling and fumbling and all kinds of stuff. You can't run over every second and say, oh, my gosh, you, you kind of fumbled a little bit. You know, stand up and let me help you and let me help you. No, you just got to let them go. Sometimes you got to watch them fall. It's really hard as a parent. You're like, no, right? And, and, and I'm not saying, you know, let them fall into the glass table and crash into it and be disastrous. But but you got to let them kind of fall back on their, on their butt sometimes. You got to let them kind of hit the ground and say, okay, here's... It's through that process of failing that they learn how to succeed and how to walk. Same thing in leadership, guys. We've got to let our people on our team, we've got to let them kind of walk a little bit. And we've got to allow them to maybe stumble and fumble and fall every now and then. It's okay. Listen, don't come in and try to rescue it all the time and be willing to let them go. So listen, you've got to push yourself to push others. And listen, eagles... Listen, they're not easy to lead, right? Because they'll push you. I mean, they will challenge you. They'll push your buttons, right? They'll push you and they'll, you know, it, it's hard. Listen, but you got to have eagles around you. So how do you get others involved? Identify the right people to let soar, right? I mean, just kind of think about, okay, who on my team is a really strong eagle and where am I maybe not allowing them to soar? Now, also identify some of the other birds on your team, right, so to speak. Maybe they're not an eagle yet, but, but you know, maybe they're, they're, they're just kind of growing and they're young and that. You've got to ask yourself, what can I do to help kind of push them out of the nest? What can I do to help them fly a little bit more, believe in themselves? What can I do to help them build their confidence? What can I do to help them build their opportunities? Listen, you've got to push them. So identify the eagles, let them fly. And then identify those other kind of people in the organization and begin to grow them into eagles so that they can fly and kind of push forward. Second thing I want you to think about is this. You've got to let go of what you have so you can grab a hold of what you don't have. Listen to that. You've got to let go of what you have so you can grab a hold of what you don't have. My mentor, Dr. John C. Maxwell, has a famous statement where he says, you got to give up to go up. 
I like that. Sometimes you got to give up things in order to go up and grab a hold of new things. Listen, stop holding on so tight to everything around you. Listen, the higher you go, the more you've got to give up. Listen to that. Because we, we think it's backwards. The higher you go, the more you have on your plate. No, if you look at highly successful people, the higher they go, the less they do. They hone in on their strength zones and they delegate all their weak zones. I mean, they are just allowing other people to run with it, right? So you've got to let go of what you do have so you can grab a hold of what you don't have. What is it that you don't have yet? What are the things that you need to be working towards and spending your time in because because you're holding so tight to all these other things, you don't have time to invest into these other areas where you can grow and scale. Listen, I see a lot of leaders that are spending so much time in the daily operations that they don't have any time to spend in innovating new ideas of growth. I mean, they're just constantly just taking care of the day-to-day. But but because of that, because they're not letting go to their team, they don't have any time to think about new and innovative ways. They're not sitting around spending a few hours a day dreaming of new ideas, new efficiencies, new things that they can do, a new product, a new process, a new market they can go get, a, a, a new venture that they can step out in. They're not even thinking about it because they are holding so tight to everything they've ever done. So listen, the higher you go, the more you got to let go so that you can grab a hold of better and bigger things that are going to help the organization move forward. Some of you need to hear that, and you need to do something about what it is that you're holding on so tight with. Let go. Listen, high-level leaders don't know as much as you think that they know about the organization. No, listen, I, I, I hear this all the time. I, I hear high-level leaders, and they'll say, John, I really want to let go, but, but what if I don't know? What if somebody asked me in the organization and I don't know? I say, well, that's a great sign, right? I mean, if someone comes to you and they say, hey, what, what are we going to do about this project here? And you say, you know what? I'm not really sure. You need to go connect with the team about that. That is not a bad sign. That can be a good sign. Now, I'm not saying that you're ignorant about everything that's going on and you have no idea what's happening in your organization. But if you know everything that's going on in your organization, wrong. Can I tell you that is a bad sign? If you know everything that's going on and you got a handle on all of it and your hand is in every cookie jar in that organization, you are going to just absolutely kill your, yourself because you're not going to be able to sustain that and you're going to hold everybody back from being able to take on more. So listen, it's, 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 it, the old school idea is that you do everything, you're involved in everything and everything that's going on is, is part of you. Right, But you've got to understand, no, 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 no. I've got to let go so I can get a hold of what I don't have. All right, the third thought that I want to give you here is this. You've got to provide expectations and feedback consistently. Now, did you hear that? Provide expectations and feedback consistently. Consistent. That means that you've always got to be in communication with your team, encouraging them kind of giving them some support in that and let them know where they're at and how they're doing. Listen, keep your relationship with everyone around you strong. Listen, if you're going to scale and you're going to help have others help you scale and your organization scale and your success scale, you've got to be in relationship with them. You've got to keep it alive and strong. Listen, I want to encourage you. Make sure that you are spending time with your inner circle those that you need to surround yourself with in order to be more successful. You've got to give expectations, feedback. You've got to talk about how you're doing. All of those things are vital 
They are vital to your success. If you're going to allow others to, to empower them and let them go and get them involved and, and begin to grab a hold of things that you need to grab a hold of, then listen, you have to make sure that you are not disappearing from your team. Hello? Don't disappear from your team. Listen, here's what I found. There, there's two bookends of kind of leaders that I found. Very rarely do people kind of land in the middle by default. Usually they do one of two things. They go to one extreme, one to the other. Uh, the two bookends is what I call it. One is they are way too involved, right? They are just overly like involved. And that's what we've been talking about here with, you know, they're controlling and they're, you know, holding on to everything. They're not allowing others to soar in that. A lot of people, that's where they land. Now, the other side of the spectrum is the total other bookend. It's people that disappear. They delegate and disappear, right? You ever been around those people that, that or maybe you're one of those as a leader, right? This is the one that I'm, this is my challenge. I, I'm not challenged with not letting people go and take a hold of things. My challenge is on the other end of the spectrum. I let people go and then I go. I mean, I disappear, right? You don't hear from me ever again, right? And, and I got to challenge myself because both extremes are not good. Obviously, we've been talking about if you're controlling and holding on to it without letting go, that's bad. But don't be the other kind of person either who delegates and gets others involved, and then you just disappear. You're gone. I mean, you're like, well, where are you? And you're not providing expectations and feedback. It, you know, kind of like that deli sandwich, 10, 80, 10. It, it, it's kind of like 10, you know, and then all of a sudden 90, right? Like you're just gone. You let them go 90%, and they're thinking, um, I, I, I think – I'm not sure what to do now. I, I don't even know where my leader is. So don't be that kind of leader. So rarely do I see people uh, by default and, and just organically land in the middle where they've got a good balance of this. And you might think, well, John, what do you mean? I mean, come on. I mean, most people are kind of in the middle probably, right? No. I would say in 20 years of working with leaders, most people it, it kind of gravitate towards one extreme or the other. So which one are you? Are you a grab a hold of leader where everything's kind of in your control and you're holding on to it and you're not getting others involved? Or are you the other kind of person where you're getting others involved, but you've disappeared, right? I mean, you're, you're nowhere to be found. So you're not providing accountability, expectations, feedback, right? You're not a part of the process at all. So I just want to challenge you on that. I know that that can be, for some of you listening, that can be your challenge. So which one are you? So here's some thoughts that I, I want to ask you. Here's some questions that I want you to think about as you think about how do I, I scale? How do I get others involved? How can others help me scale? All right, here's some thoughts that I want you to think about, some questions I want you to answer. Who do you need to develop more? Think about that. Who do you need to develop more? So there are people on your team. They're not the eagles that I mentioned. They're the kind of people that, you know, they're emerging. You're not really sure, you know, what they're able to do and how far they can go. So you need to ask yourself, who do I need to develop more on my team? Who are those people specifically? And what do I need to do to give them a little bit more attention? What do I need to do to be involved in them a little bit more so that I can help them develop, so that I can help them and kind of push them out to do more? Now, when I say what do you need to do to help them and get involved, I don't mean controlling, but I mean how do I communicate and work with them on allowing them to develop? All right, the second question I want to ask you is this. Who do you, you need to empower more? Now, what I mean by that is it's not necessarily that you're developing them but you are empowering them to go do something. Those are the eagles I was talking about, the eagles. Those that, 
you know, you've developed them, and everybody always needs developed. I, I get that. But these are the people that it's not about developing them anymore. It's really about empowering them just to go do. So who are those specifically on your team or around you that you need to empower more? You need to release authority to. You need to, to trust. You need to just let go and let them run with this thing. Okay, so who are those people, right? It's not really about development. It's about empowerment for them. And then the third question that I want you to ask yourself is this. Who do you need to surround yourself with? Who are the people that you need to get involved with that can help you grow and scale? Who are those people? Think about that. Maybe they're in a different department. Maybe they're people within your organization. Maybe they're just mentors or people around you. But listen, if you're going to scale and if you're going to reach the highest level of success, you're never going to get there on your own. It's going to take others to help you get there. So who do you need to surround yourself with <clears throat> Excuse me, that are going to help you and push you and drive you forward? Who are those people? So who do you need to develop more? Who do you need to empower more? Who do you need to surround yourself with? Who are those people? Listen, I'm telling you, in this year, if you'll begin to think about the people that you're surrounded with and begin to invest in them and think about it, you're going to scale in this year. You are going to reach higher levels of success because remember, one is too small a number to achieve greatness. You cannot do it on your own. I can't stress that enough. There are no Rambos when it comes to success. It worked in the movies. It worked for Sylvester Stallone and that, but it doesn't work in real life and it doesn't work for leaders. You need others to help you grow. So think about that this month. Think about that as you move forward and get others involved as much as you can because you are going to scale your success when others join you. Guys, you're awesome. Go to johnbarrettleadership.com. Check out all the other things that I've got. Check out my new YouTube channel, Level Up Your Leadership with John Barrett. Go take some visual lessons and it is going to help impact you and level you up. You guys are awesome, guys. I am so excited about this year and all that we have in store for you. So check it out next month. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com. Oh, 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 oh